0: the most important concepts when it comes to usability is that of visibility and mental models. Let's begin with visibility. Visibility has to do with showing the actions a user may take in a system or a product. If you think of a typical menu design or navigation that's available on a website, that's a great example of something that has to strike the right amount of visibility. As you can imagine, there's a delicate balance between revealing all of the possibilities that a user has and not showing enough, and also of providing feedback in response to their actions. You don't want to inundate the user with too much information. On the other hand, you don't want to leave them hanging. Many of the products that we design have complex functions and features, and this is where you have to make some key decisions around hierarchy and context, and knowing What's important and when, and knowing what your user's top goals and what they're trying to do at what time can be extremely handy. This helps you decide what should be visible and invisible and what will be logical to the user when. As a designer, your mission is to maximize the transparency of the system, but at the same time, minimize confusion and complexity. No biggie, right? Let's move over to mental models. This is a fancy way of describing what our expectations are for how we are to interact with a system or an environment. We often construct these based on our own experience that we've collected in our heads a long time. One simple example is with online shopping. We have formed our understanding of how we purchase items online based on our experiences with other online shops, but also how we have shopped in the real world. So if we encounter a digital purchase that doesn't align with this model, it can feel weird and broken. You can imagine that a design might be better received the more that it aligns with how we expect it to behave. That's the safer route to take. On the other hand, you don't always have to follow what is a familiar model. Sometimes it's not to your advantage. If we imagine a real bookstore having shelves with books on it, that doesn't mean that Amazon.com should also have digital shelves. That would be awkward and annoying. Other times your design is new and novel and there is no existing paradigm or metaphor in place. Don't despair. This doesn't mean you're doomed. In this case, you'll just need to validate at a very early stage that the conceptual models that you have in mind are learnable and clear to the user. And you do this through user research. Principles of affordances, visibility, mental models, and conceptual models all work in parallel with user goals, meaning that they augment and complement one another, and that they also have to be in sync. However, this is still no guarantee that people are going to do what's available to them. Just because we're aware that we're able to do something doesn't mean we'll want to do it. Think of all the cans and other recycling we see tossed into the trash, even when a recycling bin is right there next to it. This is where knowing about desirability and motivations can be helpful. We'd previously talked about dark patterns, which can take advantage of behavioral psychology gaps to influence our behavior, but you can also use this for good. Take a look at the Design for Intent toolkit to help you come up with new ways of using behavioral design for good.